This is a podcast from SPH Radio. Welcome to this podcast has fur and other coverings. Now, when one hears a therapy dog, the immediate thought tends to be, oh, they lead the visually impaired, they assist people with disabilities, but that's not entirely true. Neither are they emotional support dogs who act as security blankets for people with anxiety or depression. So let's find out what therapy dogs do. Serene Lu and her buddy Onyx, who's a miniature schnauzer, have been at it for five years. How did they get started? Why did they? And what about Serene's other woofies, Hachiko the Japanese Spitz, and Tofu Jr. the Maltese? We're chatting with Serene today. If you'd like to find out more about therapy dogs, go to their website, tdspore.org. Thanks for joining us today, Serene. Welcome. Uh, Onyx is right here at my feet waiting for treats. Refuse to say anything. <laughs> You want to say something? No. He's looking very sincere at the moment. Oh. Why do you think he's suitable to do this? I mean, what does it entail? Onyx has been, like, since young, you can see that he's, he's a very calm dog. And he's very tolerant. I mean, I have three dogs. As compared to the other two, he is more tolerant than the others. And, you know, if you, like, disturb him a bit, he's, he's not the kind that will, like, retaliate. reaction. Mm. Yeah, but he'll look at you like, hey, what, you know, <laughs> just that kind of reaction, like, what are you trying to do? But he's not, like, aggressive, no aggression in him at all. Yeah, so, since um, he's about one year old, I have people telling me, like, hey, you know, he's, like, therapy dog material. And I'm like, no la, no la, kind of thing. Yeah, so, calm has to out. be the first thing. Mm. Calm, yes, and oh. tolerant. Ah. That just sounds and, like you're waiting to be bullied, Serene. What thing, Onyx? And you've got to like people. So how does one tell if their pet is of that kind of nature? I mean, sure, you can tell if they're calm, if, especially if you have other fur babies around. Test each other's patience, right? But then how can you tell whether or not they like people, for example? Because it's different with the mummy. Obviously, I like you. You feed me and everything and you love me. But with other humans... Um, I feel sometimes we may tend to be biased, you know, like, oh, my dog is the best, my dog loves everybody kind of thing. But it's but true. The real... <laughs> okay, <laughs> but the real test is if you bring him out to socialize. Yeah. Yeah, so is he good with people? Is he good with dogs? Or, you know, does he, like, see people and, like, oh, go away, go away, that kind of thing. But, you see, they can't tell us per se, and then it's kind of hard to read facial expressions, so how do you tell? So you were saying... Right about the time he was only a year old, you could tell he was very calm. Then how do you tell if he's good with people? He doesn't walk away or he stays, like, you know, if you call him, he'll go to you. He doesn't, like, um, shy away. Oh, does it matter who you are? He is very okay with people in general. Like, when uh. you go for yeah, massages and some dogs will start squirming and, like, you know, don't touch me, don't touch me, give me my mommy kind of thing. Yeah. But he'll... He'll sit there, as long as he can see me, he'll sit there and he's okay with it. Oh, that's a bit loose. <laughs> butterfly. He's a social butterfly. So you realised he's a calm and relaxed dog and possibly relaxing for other people. So how did you get into it? How did you join the Therapy Dog Singapore? Just like a lot of people, I had no idea there was such a thing called Therapy mm. Dog. It was only at... Um, I think it was at a dog event that I saw this booth set up by Therapy Dogs Singapore. And I was very curious, so I went over and I spoke with the volunteers. And they shared with me what Therapy Dogs Singapore was about. And I just found it very meaningful. And at the same time, it's like, wow, I get to do something meaningful and with Onyx at the same time. So 
that was really what made me decide to do it. Talk to us about the process. First of all, did you have to go through training once you signed up with Therapy Dog Singapore? We advise like all dogs to be at least two years old before they sign up with us. Because two years old, yeah, is when they reach social maturity. So more or less, you know what their temperament is, you know, fixed like. And once they join us, if you're younger than two years old, we recommend they at least have some obedience training. But uh, once they sign up with us, we will invite um, the owners, the handlers to come in to visit us for an observation without the dogs. So that is more or less to have them, you know, have a look at what the session is like, if you're comfortable with what you're seeing. Because sometimes you see patients in wheelchairs or in discomfort and not everybody may be comfortable with that. So that is to assess their um, comfort level. After the session, if they are okay with it, then we'll invite them in um, to bring their dog in for an assessment test. So we have an assessor who will assess the dog in terms of temperament and aggression. What does aggression look like? Nip at your hand or if they are squirming, if you hold them kind of thing? Um, squirming, we wouldn't say that's being aggressive, but more of like if we put dogs together, are you okay with the other dog or if we give you a treat? and you know make you wait for a treat so our assessor assesses the dog in various ways one of the ways is um, he brings a pair of crutches and he goes near them and you know like clang 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 and you see whether the dog reacts some dogs when they see something strange and they'll start barking because they've never seen it before or we'll take a ball and we'll bounce it very near you and see if you are reactive to it if you're just like you know looking calm that's okay curious is fine but if you start barking at it that's something we don't want that session so and also food aggression so if we give a treat to one dog are you okay with it to wait or are you like you know gonna snap at snap at the person giving the treat or snap at the dog or rush for the treatment and what about the handler though how are they assessed <laughs> handler. goes hand in <laughs> hand right <laughs> handlers i think it's more or less um if you're okay during the observation session if you're comfortable with what you see and i think ultimately if if you want to give to society, we are not going to hold you back. During a session, the dogs interact with the patients, but it's not just about dogs running around doing what they want. So it's also about communication and not just with the patients. As a handler, you communicate with the patients, you talk to them and you, you know, someone who is there for them, let them feel it that way. And also for the dog, you need to be there to see your dog if he sometimes too much is too much and you know, if your dog is after 15 minutes and he needs to go out for a while or he needs to go pee and poop, <laughs> so the handler needs to be there because, right. you know, sometimes you can tell if your dog needs to pee and poo, but you can't tell if other dogs need to pee and poo. How do you think Onyx feels about all this? I I'm alright. He, <laughs> he is a pretty laid-back kind of guy, so he is... Can you tell? Okay. He is super um, noir, you know, in a... <laughs> If you put it that way, yeah. So during sessions... Really chill. Yeah. yeah. You will see him laying on the beds of the patients and falling asleep sometimes. What's the most challenging part though of what you and Onyx do? Because Onyx and me also volunteer at the hospice. So the most challenging part I think would be losing patients. Do you think Onyx feels that? He feels that. And Does he have favourite people he likes to visit? Ladies. Oh dear. Yeah, what did we talk a, about earlier how loose he is? <laughs> he's a real ladies' dog. Even when we are there to visit male patients, you'll see him slowly maneuvering his way to the 
the wives, the daughters, the female nurses. That's just, he's just a ladies guy. Oh, Onyx. <laughs> what about the best thing though? I think the best part would be, it's just very rewarding. I always, I always put myself in their shoes, like if I'm somewhere and I can't see a dog, but I really love dogs. So I imagine their happiness when they see a dog. Or if they have a dog at home, but they are in the hospice, they are in the hospital, nursing home, and they can't see the dog. So I try and think of it that way, like how much it would mean to them. Have any of them ever told you that? Maybe they're not huge dog fans, but Onyx is great. Yes. I have also met people who told me they don't like small dogs, they like big dogs. <laughs> but Onyx changed their mind, right? Uh, it depends. <laughs> I mean, usually he wins them over, but sometimes, you know, people see him and the first thing is like, huh? So fly, you know? Oh dear. Yeah, it's, it's, I mean, it's okay without mine because he is black and I love his colour for it, but it takes a bit of warming up at times. You cannot put them in like the back seat at night because you really cannot see anything at all. People often think volunteers, oh, I got a lot of time, you know. How do you manage your time? Because much as this isn't a full-time thing because you volunteer, you have a life still. I think my timing is pretty flexible as I'm a full-time dog mom. Mm. I used to work in the education field, but I decided... Um, had enough. To, you know, yeah, <laughs> need to, you know, enough. 17 years, that's more than enough. So my timing is more flexible now. Um, so I basically spend my time volunteering and just being a maid la, to my three dogs. <laughs> um, when things get hectic, because sometimes, you know, sometimes you just get more errands, more stuff to do, I just remind myself to prioritize. If you've decided to volunteer, you've already made a commitment. I think it's not about whether you can or you cannot, you've already decided to, so prioritize that before you put your other things to your list, you know. What sort of considerations did you have before you signed up? The first thing that went through my mind, honestly, was could I you know, am I able to do it because I'm quite emo la. Yeah, so I'm quite worried like, you know, when I see patients. It could um, take its in, toll, yes. Yes, so in the beginning, I still remember the first time I went for my observation. Like, I, w I was inside for 15 minutes, you know, just playing it cool. Then I went to the toilet and I started crying because oh, it was dear. so, mm. yeah, it's so, it's like a reality check. At times you don't realise that there are folks who are really in this part of our society, you just think like everything is fine and dandy and you had no idea. Yeah, so but as time goes by, you learn to manage your feelings a bit more and you just constantly remind yourself what you are there to do. You know, they are in pain, yes, but you are there for that one hour to provide comfort, to let them forget their discomfort for that moment. Do you think Onyx feels it too? He feels it. I, I don't know if I'm biased, but he's quite a sensible boy. So he too knows to sort of keep emotions in check at that point. There's a job to do, let me do it. Maybe I'll share an example with you. Okay, we met one uncle. Whenever he see Onyx, uh, he'll far, far away. Uh. Oh, I need to chop up and eat, uh, you know? Yeah, they're strange that way. There are some people who yeah. show their affection in this way by saying, yeah, he oh, wasn't... your thigh is so juicy, let me chop it up and cook curry <laughs> or something. I don't think he was saying it in a nice way, but... Oh I no, he, okay, okay. Yeah, he literally meant, meant it, it. Like, and he told me when he was younger, he used to eat dog meat. Yeah. So Whoa. I think Onyx felt it, because Onyx really see him, he will like, you know, walk one side. So I'm always between him and the uncle, so he doesn't want to go near that uncle. 
So、and、he has that sixth sense. If you're putting、mm-hmm. out sort of bad energy, he feels it. He feels that you don't、mm. like him, and I, I'm not sure whether the uncle don't like him or the uncle was trying to, you know, if you're in a strange place and sometimes you put up that defensive wall to protect you know, yourself. Protect yourself. Yeah.、Mm. Yeah. So after it took a while, I think after maybe a month, we see the uncle, and I saw Onyx look at him, and Onyx walked to him, and I was、mm. so shocked because he's he has been avoiding him for the whole month maybe. Yeah. So Onyx walked to him. And he sat at his、um, leg <laughs> and start sm- and started smelling him. So I think you could feel like, okay, this uncle is okay with me now. I'm here. What a good boy! So he yeah, forgave was, the uncle <laughs> for so, threatening uh, I, him. <laughs> I was very proud of him. So therein lies the proof, right, that they actually sense it. They sense death as well. What about some advice for people who would like to volunteer, maybe? Okay, for me,、um, what I did was when he was, you know, one years old. A lot of people would tell me he's, you know, therapy dog material. He's so calm. And for me, I'm a typical Asian mom lah, and I'm like, cannot lah, <laughs> you know. But in my heart, I'm like, ha ha ha, maybe can. <laughs> cannot, cannot, cannot. But turns out he really can. Right. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, if you feel your dog, you know, like, hey, my dog sure cannot. Don't be too sure. Dogs have this love to give. You bring them over and you try them out. They might, for all you know, you think cannot, 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 but your dog might bring so much joy and so much happiness to others. So five years in, you and Onyx have been doing this for five years. How's it going? You feel? It's been crazy. It's been emotional, but it's been so rewarding. For me, I try and set、um, achievable milestones, or those that are not achievable yet, but we try and get there. So we started from volunteering in a group. And I told myself I want to try doing it individually with him, because I feel individual sessions are more conducive, and you really get to communicate more with the patients. After that, we my next move was to work with patients in palliative care, which we are doing now. And I hope further down the road, I hope to be able to work with people who are in prison. We are still thinking of how to achieve that, but that's what I hope to do—to bring dog therapy to. Doesn't matter where you are, as long as you love dogs and it makes you feel better. I really hope to do that. Well, Serene, thank you. It's been such a great joy speaking to you. I'm、mm. wondering if we could get Onyx to say something. Onyx, do you want to say something? No. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much, Serene. Thank you so much, Onyx. Thanks, Howie. Yay! Okay, thank you, Onyx. We will get them to join. This podcast has fur and other coverings. Is a production of SBH Radio. It's hosted and produced by Howie Lim from Money FM eighty nine point three. You can also find us on iTunes, Google Podcast, and streaming on Google Home.